last time on Lawful Stupid. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so, fuck, it's been so long. Uh, okay, here's what happened last time on Lawful Stupid. Last time on Lawful Stupid, first we had a disagreement, but then we got over it, and then we met up with just We Ca- became best friends! And then... Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we met up with... Um, just a car spawn, Madman spawn, and his new friend, who was a fire Genasi. Yeah. Okay. So mm, let's talk about that. It was yeah, a fire Henry gymnast. and your Genasi friend. No, Henry. Henry. Okay. Yes, you're right. Henry and our fire Genasi friend, mm. who led us mm. into the encampment. Hey, Ginge, can we? Like every time he just says it wrong, with can frost. We can we do that? What am I Can saying? We just call them fire gymnasts. Fire gymnasts. Yeah, fire gymnasts. Fire Genasi? I said I mean, Genasi. And they always say that's wrong. Janasi. Genasi. Genasi. Fire Genasi. Per D and D Beyond. We had we, when we introduced it, we had Genju Baller, it's Genasi. Okay, well that's not what the G sound makes. That's a J sound, but fine. I'll spell it wrong. Whatever. I guess they're I guess they're fucking gifs too. Um Fire Jif Nassies. Uh, so we went to the Fire Genasi. And uh, the Fire Genasi was an ink binder, is what I call them. They have different names, but I don't care. Because I'm Christoph Shindo, and I call fucking Mortalisi Death Knights, and then they get all fucking butthurt about it. Whatever. Start a war. It's fine. Yeah, open the doors to darkness. He then... still hates us. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Canonically, like, those fucking guys. Guild in the course. Too hard to remember. I can remember it now, but I couldn't then. So then they lead us into an encampment where we find just Takar's Fawn, because that's where he was in the encampment, which is on the border of Silence and a different country in Whisperwool. I don't know the name of it. I didn't make the map. Devin? I didn't make that map either. Awesome. Tiffany. Tiffany. So the border of Tiffany and uh, Silence on the continent of Whisperwool, um, where they're mounting an attack. And Kristoff said, don't even worry about it, homie. I got you. I'll write a letter. It's going to be fine. It's not going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, that sums <laughs> it up. Uh, and in fact... Yeah, I think that's like, what, 50%, no, I mean, right? Pretty damn close. Um, so oh, the last bit was you guys kind of like... Storming out of the tent, essentially. Maybe storming's a strong word, but like marching out to like, I'm gonna go fucking talk to silence and solve all this problems because <laughs> nobody's tried to do that yet. Um, <laughs> the yeah. diplomatic approach. Yeah, no one's thought of it. Exactly. We never do. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're gonna pick up is uh, Atlas had just talked to, to Henry, and um, you guys are marching out of that tent. So I said I was going to send some letters and stuff, but I do want to catch up with Fendel real quick. Um, yeah, well, so Fendel's still in that tent, but I think um, I think in theory... It would be super awkward to go back. Well, I was going to give it to you that you weren't just, like, sprinting out of the tent and maybe, like, you're lingering. And oh, then okay. within, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, an hour or so, he would, like, make his way out of that tent. Like, awesome. I, you can, I mean, you can storm right back in, or we can let things breathe. Nah, that would be yeah, super exactly. awkward. I don't want oh, to. Right, now I'm going to go save this... Oh, I, one moment, please. Fendel, just if I could... Yeah, no, yeah, I'm with you. Um, so, yeah, you, you guys are checking out the, the situation, the, the forward operating base for Spawn's army, and um, I think I think you just see Fendel kind of, like, walking around pretty aimlessly and, uh, like, link up with him. I mean, aimless seems like a sad word, 
more like Findle's got nothing to do, right? That, like, simpleton yeah. kind of walk, you know? Like, ah, oh, this is a pretty fucking day. Like, we're not about to go to war, no big deal. Yeah, I work with people Christoph's like Christoph's gonna see that and be kind of, like, a little downtrodden as he approaches. He's like, Findle. Oh, oh, hey, Christoph. How are you doing? Um... I guess I'm doing all right. I was... It's been a while since we've seen each other. I was kind of hoping that perhaps with that second half of the medallion, you've been able to take great strides towards your sanity, but it, it appears as though that might not be the case. <laughs> it was very kind of you, and I adore it. It's very nice of you to give me my... Artifact back. Um, I I will treasure it always, but um, no, I, I don't believe that's going to do the trick, my boy. But uh, I'm sorry you seem somber. You, you know what I do when I'm down. Does it sing a song? Oh no, I find teeth. Check them out. Inspect them. Um, maybe, and I'm going to take the, the other half of the medallion off around my neck, and I'm going to link it together with Findles. Oh, yeah, so, um, so when you do that, um, uh, I think, like, you when you- when married. You, uh, we're married legally. <laughs> I think, uh, when you do that, I think you do it in, like, the friendship kind of bracelet kind of way you do, you know? Um, yeah. and it, yeah, and it kind of, like, it. uh, magnetizes, so, um- it, it like seals and you kind of like let it rest and kind of hangs around his chest and he um kind of blinks a little bit and says oh uh, uh, that's not a fun feeling hey uh, does it does it hurt yeah a lot but that's okay oh do you want me to stop uh, no no i don't want to be uh Fintle again. Loved. Because you can keep this if it, it makes you better. <sighs> I fear that it's like anything else. It's temporary. I, the only thing that seems to work reliably is the Maw of Andrin. But unfortunately, that's not permanent either. I didn't know if this being another artifact of Andrin, if it would maybe... <sighs> From what I can tell, it's more... It's more the artifact keeps keeps it at bay. Uh, I have outlived my lifespan anyways. So, uh, every day is just, just a surprise, really. Just his gravy on top, huh? Um, well, well, I've got you here in Rational... Can you take a look at Atlas? Um, I disposed of that being within his cursed object, and I just, I don't, you have more expertise than I do. I didn't know if you could see if the effects had gone too far, if they were reversible. He's been having a trying time. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, where is he? So, Atlas, uh, what do you think you would be doing in the camp while Kristoff, like, wanders off looking for Fendel? Uh, I'm probably just walking around, just just seeing who is all there. I imagine there's a lot of, you know, different people from different 
cities and towns who've come to fight. And so I'm just checking out their weapons and their armor. And probably as I see things that I'm, I'm interested in, I like run over and ask about it. Yeah. I mean, so it is, it's, it's a, a mix of, um, Oxbane. It's a mix of, um, like Yuri people. And I mean, there's people you've never seen before and you, you see, but, uh, Bastonia colors as well. Um, but it, it's, it, there's something from everywhere kind of, but, you can tell it's more like everybody kind of sent a scouting party or just a piece or something to offer. Like people aren't ready for a full scale war, mm-hmm. but yeah. there, I mean, without talking too much about it, there's a little bit of everybody. It's like a coalition ooh, force. Ooh. I know. Would, would the red suns have a spot? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Do I see, do I see John? I want, to, I want to see if John's there. Like, that, that's interesting. I want to see if John is with these people. Uh, he, no, John. Um, John's not there, but you would find a Red Sun tent for sure. Yes, I would like to visit the Red Sun tent, please. I'd like to walk over there and I, upon seeing it being like very like, oh, I'm checking out everyone. Okay. And then I see the red sun. Yeah, too. so um, we're going to do a doodle-doo, doodle-doo, and Shane, we'll just have yours like wrap up um, his scene. Um, and then Rowan, be thinking about your time as they're doing their bag. Um, so yeah, you approach the, the red sun tent, and it's, um, it's, it's just a tent like everybody else's, this uh, circular top and, and, you know, four big pieces of wood, but like, they've got their colors, right? Like, um, displayed everywhere and like, like fucking um, people are in there and they've got maps and like it seems like despite them not being the command tent they have something of their own going on and so I'll, I'll uh, I guess open a flap kind of peek in and uh See if I'm interrupting anything. Uh, yeah. So you're uh, you're interrupting um like three people that are essentially that are like um like talking and um when you do that you you still have your tattered red cloak, correct? Like that's still something yes. you, you shout. Okay. Yep. So when you do that, like um a big like minotaur guy that turns back to you, and um there's two uh other smaller figures and you know one to be a human and um, another one to be a half elf and the big minotaur uh, looks at you and he says um, how can I help you well I I, I'm a member of the red sun and I saw this tent and I was hoping maybe I would and as I'm looking around see uh, see John but I, it appears he is not here, and I, I'm interrupting something. Uh, you're a member. Come in, come in. And I'll go inside. Yeah. So this big mentor guy, he's got like a like brown fur. Uh, yeah, they have fur confirmed. That's what you would call that. And like a bigger, uh, like <laughs> like a like a bigger brown mane. Um, and his horns are um like scarred and scratched, but like they're intact, and you can tell they're strong. They're just like used, <laughs> um, and so he kind of looks lived in, lived in, lived yeah. in. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the rustic, yeah, rustic. Um, <laughs> so uh, he looks at you and says, "It didn't do much to keep that cape of yours intact, did you?" You could say it's used, uh, 
and and for good. Lived in. Rustic it's also lived in. Rustic. rustic is what I was going to say. And he uh, reaches out like this big hand, and, and like you're an orc, so you're bigger, but he's like just as big as you, if not like bigger, right? Like it's not it's not normal for you to be like kind of engulfed in somebody uh, when like he when you shake somebody's hand because I assume you shake yes. his hand. Yes, we'll do the forearm. Yeah, shake. the forearm yes. shake. Like just... you're not holding the weapon, kind of deal. And he says, um, he says. What's your name? Oh, I, I'm Atlas. Nice to meet you, Atlas. The name's Bruce. <laughs> Bruce? Bruce. I, I feel like I've heard of you from somewhere. I, I can't recall just this moment, but nice to meet you, Bruce. It's nice to meet you too, Atlas. What, what brings you to the front? I thought we had already accounted for the members of our... For a group here. A uh, close friend of mine uh, summoned myself and, and two other of my close friends. We had, w- when all of these battles started, we, we fought together early on. Uh, went our separate ways and have found our way back. Oh. So, vacation. Not a work trip. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think you would call it a vacation of sorts. <laughs> Yes, well, anyways, it's good to have you. You're welcome to, to eat with us tonight. If, you, if you're still around. Yeah, and what do you, you guys plan? I mean, are you... I mean, who are, the, who are your compatriots here? Oh, and he uh, looks... Oh, how rude of me. How rude of me. And so he motions to um, this female uh, human, and um, he says... This... This is Elvin. And he points to the half-elf, and he says, This, this is a lorry. A lorry? Yes, a lorry. Elvin. Yes. Uh, nice to meet both of you. And uh, they both nod, and you hear, like, similar, like, yeah, nice to meet you. Um, and uh, they say, um, or, or Bruce says, uh, Listen, Atlas, if you're going to be around, if you're going to stay here, then you're, you're welcome to join us. Unfortunately, this is most likely going to be a battle. I was just going to ask, when do we attack? What are your plans? Well, there aren't plans for attack currently, but we, we have to um, make way to the Ridge Scar Peaks. And currently, they're held... Uh, and we don't want to go to war with them. We just want to pass through, and um, we haven't managed to negotiate passage, if you will. And who who is uh, stopping us from going across? Ah, it's the Red Scar Peaks in this area are owned by the Red Scar Legion, <laughs> and uh, well, you know, I'm well. I suppose you're not from around here, but they're led by Farron Stonebrick. And his wife, Batula. I have not heard of him. Well, now you have. All right, so what is what is the tool for negotiating? What, what do they want? Well, or they just not want us to go by at all? Well, they claim, they state claim to the Red Star Peaks. They say it's their home. They say that they've bled on it, and they will decide who passes back and forth. And it's honestly probably for the best for Holbeck, 
Most likely it's the reason silence hasn't ex- spread its grasp so far, but we think we can persuade them. Well, I feel like, you know, that that's fair of them to want that, but what, what's the contingency, supposing they do not let us go through? Well, if they don't let us go through, uh, well, we'll just say I hope they let us go through. I, do, I would hate to have to fight our way through, should we have to fight silence, but the stakes aren't exactly low, and if they won't join us, then they're basically on the side of evil. Oh, that's how it is. the whole thing? Are we supposed to be, in a sense, winning over the hearts and minds of the people with silence? They don't realize they're being held by a tyrant? You seem to know a lot about silence. When's the last time you were there, Atlas? Uh, actually, many, 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 many years ago. It's a long story. Um, <laughs> uh, Castle Capel. I feel like I have time to sit down. Uh, if you'll open up your whatever you used to listen to podcast and go to episode nope, don't twenty. Want it. Okay. Uh, no, a friend of mine. He, he's from uh, these parts. Oh, it's excellent. He could be a valuable resource in navigating our way there. I'm pretty sure he's talking to somebody. Uh, but you know what, Bruce? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here, get out of your hair, and uh, I, I may come back for for dinner tonight if that's okay. I might hold you to that. No, oh, you're welcome of always. And uh, at that point, I'm going to shake the other two's hands mm-hmm. as well in a similar fashion because I don't want to be rude. Yep. And then Bruce for last. Yep. And leave the tent, intending to go back to wherever Findlay those guys right. might be. So as you leave, uh, you hear Bruce say. Uh, uh, by Senor's path, I hope he grants you safety, Atlas. And I'll just go, hmm. Hmm. What's this fucking guy's problem? Um, <laughs> Alright, cool. So yeah, you you bounce out of that tent, and um, you roll up on your boy, Fendel, and Kristoff, uh, and um, yeah, how do you want to yeah. roll that, Kristoff? I will. I'll, I'll kick it off because um, it's like I'm seeking out Kristoff to say, Kristoff, uh, are you aware uh, there's some people I guess that live in the the peaks or something here, and our, the intent is to go and attack these people to get through if they don't allow us to pass. Yes, um, it is my intent to avoid that. Um, of course, I don't want anything to befall any of these people, um, so we will take our, our, our most diplomatic approach as possible. Um, in resolving that. So I, I, I'll write some letters. I know, um, Dwayne. You, you know Farron? I know, Fa- I know Farron of the, he is, he, of the Ridge Scar Legion? Of the Ridge Scar Legion. I know Farron of the Ridge Scar Legion. And, um, I, I, I will entreat to him to, uh, grant us passage so that I may diplomatically speak with the people of silence. Well, uh, maybe even we should I mean, go in, in person and talk to him. I mean, if you know him, and obviously you have a claim to power here, I'd, he might be willing more to listen to you than anyone else. I want it to be very clear I'm not coming here to reclaim I- anything. Um, I I do not want to march as an invader with a foreign army trying to make a stake at the crown. No, Um 
that is the wrong message indeed. We don't want to sin that. But I, I'll write a letter ahead of time um, to explain what's going on. I'll find someone to magically send the message ahead of us. Uh, and then, we yes, we should go in person. But I, I don't want to arrive unannounced. Christoph, I trust you. And so I, as you're like talking, uh, Fendel's kind of like doing that. Uh, he's like stroking his beard and like kind of pacing around I'm, you. I'm walking with him because I've got I've still got the thing around my neck. Oh, that they're joined oh, no. together. <laughs> so like I'm walking with him, <laughs> talking the whole time. <laughs> no, I'll write a letter. It'll be not a big deal. And ooh, I like your cape. It's I haven't examined it. Had some damage. Um. <laughs> and you hear Fendel say. Atlas, how are you feeling? Well, do you, do you mean physically, emotionally? You I mean, know, I'm, I'm as, a murderer, as a murderer. Turmoiled <laughs> about some things, you know, that, that have, have come to light recently, but... I I think I just mean... How are you... How do you feel overall? Do you, do you feel like you're all there? To be honest, uh, no, I don't. Hmm. But I don't know what the answer is. Or how to make it go back and change it. Interesting. Hmm. And how is Alaria doing? Well, as you may know, Kristoff got rid of her. And uh, when that happens, you see Fender go, did he now? I want to do this though. I want, as I say that, I want to. Am I looking at Kristoff and and well, I, I guess know, if they're chained together. Good. I want to be facing them. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to look at Kristoff, eyes open wide, and say that to him, as if saying, "Not true." You trying to is give him a signal? Trying to signal me that that's like, not. Yes, ah, signaling. Okay. I uh, reach behind my hand. Um, and I cast message um, okay. to Findle, and I and it's not true. <laughs> and I'm going to use the subtle spell metamagic feet, so that should not be able to be perceived. Well, actually, she can make a check to perceive it. I don't know how Laria perceives things, but she can make a check to perceive it, and she'll have um, disadvantage. Atlas, go ahead and make a, a check to perceive it. Normally, she would be observing, but since she's trying to. Be on the lows. It's oh, I see. Gotcha. She doesn't have her own like set of stuff, so she's limited to his perceptions. Uh, okay. Would it be his passive perception? Yeah, because he's not like hunting for you to do that. So passive is thirteen, but I roll a six. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he doesn't see you do that. And so, what do you message to him? Say for so everybody can hear. Um, I'll say. Um, I believe that I failed to dispel the magic that binds Alara to the sword. If you have an opportunity, undo what is hurting my friend. And um, so he gets to respond and he says, um, Are you sure you want me to do that? I can take care of the problem. This is actually a different oh, spell, but I love it. Yeah, you. oh, I guess I'm thinking of Cindy. Um, 
She so he can respond to this message, but it's just it, so it's 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 a cantrip, so she really should be isolated. Well, and frankly, six he he has fucking um, message. I'll just nod, and so I think you guys have a conversation back and forth, and he he says, "Are you sure you want me to do this?" Like, there isn't bringing back. There's there's no undoing what I'm about to do. I nod. Sorry, fans. I nod. <laughs> and um, Fendel like. Um, he like, like looks at you, Kristoff, and kind of motions and takes the like the your half of the necklace off so you can freely move. Yeah, fair. And so he like steps forward to Atlas and like puts a, a hand on his shoulder and says, uh, "Atlas, I I want to tell you something. Oh, are you gonna get in my teeth again? It has been not right now, and I'm." going to apologize again for that because I'm sure it's going to happen again. But what I'm about to do I do for your good. Sleep! <laughs> Alex cast sleep. Rowan cast sleep. Entire no. I was expecting him to just like out of nowhere just fucking out. <laughs> yes, and you're unconscious. And he's out. And he um like he like tightens his grip and you and you feel him tighten his grip and I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Oh, he is casting sleep. Uh six minus one, that's a five. Okay. Cool. You're asleep. Okay, cool. Oh, you're gonna take a little hey, nap. Uh, so you're gonna take fifty-seven arcane damage. Oh my god! Um, and Kristoff, what you see, because you inherently can see some of the arcane torrent, is you see a very normal pair of people, and for the briefest of seconds, you see a flash. And you watch as the sword, like, goes from this blank object, which has never been blank before. Like, it was blank. Right. And you see it flash to yeah. these hues of blue and pink and and white and black and pink. And you watch, like, this spectral form of Alaria in white and pink and blue. And, and you see, like, she's being pulled away from this, like, black inky form. But, like... You watch as, like, Vindal can't separate them. And you watch as they're both torn away piece by piece from this blade. And I'm going... Go ahead. If I may, I'm going to look at Alari and just... Because I kind of... I, I imagine this is happening and it's in front of me and yeah. it's pretty graphic and horrible. And I'm just going to say... I won't apologize, but I did it for him. And um, you, you, you watch as Alaria and this spirit are stripped from the blade and stripped from Atlas. Um, and Atlas, my dude, you feel like you have just marched miles and miles and miles and you have this level of weight across your shoulders but at the same time you feel 
better. Um, you feel like you're not marching towards the end. Like this, this weight of depression, um, it's lifted. Uh, whether you still feel depressed or not, the, the, the magical ink, this pit in your stomach that has always been empty since possessing this sword, it's gone. And boys, the, the sword on his back is now like rusty like slowly and like chipping um i mean it doesn't like break apart but all the magic holding it together falls away and christoph i imagine I'm, i i fell down uh on the ground from all the, the 47 uh damage taken uh what's the weather like today uh it's like uh i don't know mid 70s it's a, ba- it's a balmy in in Whisperwall, the Frozen Land? I guess Silence is the one. Yeah, Silence. So, like, it's canonical that Silence is the only, like, snowy, cold place on yeah. Whisperwall. It's, like, mm. unnatural. I, for- I forget that we're not in Silence. Yeah, you're not there yet. Um, so, it's, like, a mid-70s. It's cooler because you're close to the coast, um, all things considered. And it's a little overcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be laying on my back, looking up and go, I don't know what you did, Findle, but I needed it. And uh, Christoph, you uh, you kind of watch, you see the last like bits and pieces and strands of Alaria like fade into the ether, into the torrent. Um, you're good, Atlas. You you can do what you're gonna do. Sorry, I just wanted to finish out that picture. Uh, so I imagine when I say that, um, they might have something to say, like like what what, what did you do to me? <laughs> so. Uh, Bendel says, Kristoff, you, you, you know what happened to have this think about it. I'm going to pick myself up slowly off the ground. I imagine I'm still in a little bit of pain. I give him a hand, but I am not helping. Oh yeah, dude, you are super. <laughs> su- imagine like when you woke up on the beach Ooh. and it was just like, just racked with pain and guilt and regret. Like you don't have those emotions, but you have that exhaustion. I want to um, grab Kristoff by both of his shoulders, lift him up, look as I'm going to be angry, big toothy grin, and just orc hug him, and say, uh, "After you told me, after after I was able, to, you know, you thought you had to get rid of her. This, I knew then there was something." It wasn't her. Maybe, maybe in the beginning, there was the, the essence of Alaria and who she was. As time went on, it, it just became too apparent. After you said, after I realized that, you know, I was awoken to it. That was just evil, and that sort of it had been affecting me. Atlas, I'm really sorry, but I was wrong. Alaria wasn't the one doing this to you. What? I I didn't know. I'd only ever seen Alaria, but in that moment when when they 
were cast out of the sword, I saw it. There was something else there. What did you see? It was dark. It was inky black. It didn't belong in the torrent, and it didn't belong in our world. I don't know what it was, but it was separate from Alaria. It wasn't her. And so when you say that, Vindal looks at you and says, So you saw that too, then? Yes, do you know what that was, Vindal? I... It's been a long time, but I saw things like that during the wars, and... Gods tend to play games, and it's... It's something of Ryle's or something of Etis's or one of their spawn. It was, uh... Atlas, what have you been up to? A lot of things I wish I hadn't, I suppose. Fendel with the real questions. Fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We, you know, went on a trek to to fight all those demons we could, destroy all the doors we could. At some point, we, we were searching for the one who'd put Alaria in the sword. I mean, in this eye, it was a result of that. He still runs free. So I, I'm guessing there's something to do with him. And Fendel looks at you and says, No, this is... What that was was not something someone from Goron did. That... That was otherworldly that was and he kind of rolls his eyes as he says it godly but I that didn't come uninvited it it sounds this is going to sound crazy but it it sounds like something I, I saw a long time ago but I was sure that town was wiped off the face of Goron during the wars and uh, and they had these fruits you could eat and if you did it well it was magnificent and and you could be granted the greatest gifts but if you if you didn't if you just like ate it or or had like this distaste for gods or no respect for what you were doing uh, well the gods would mess with you or kill you outright or, or curse you and but again uh, what was it Conlon's uh, it's been so long I can't remember. we did that we uh, no, that, I did that thing we did those that things that is exactly yeah. what I did we all did actually literally Wait, all I'm, of us I'm sorry you how when no when how when, when his fault um when made us go back in time to probably when that town wasn't destroyed, and then a young noble tiefling, she was very nice to us, and she gave us those fruits and said, hey, these are fruits of the god, and then Atlas ate and said, oh, don't eat those, they're full of god magic, so I just didn't eat mine, I was going to be a super good guy, until this one time I was falling through the torrent, and all of my flesh was burning and inside of my soul, and so I carved an arcane glyph into it that I'd seen in the arcane foci that were on the pirate ships, and then I ate it. <laughs> Am I going to die? Is he going to die? <laughs> he, he, he goes... <laughs> I should have known. Am I gonna die? Am uh, I, Findle? Well, that's not up to me. Question. Uh, after you ate the fruit, 
What god did you see? I saw my grandpa. My grand, my uh, grandpa. My, my grandpa, Endrin. Questions for that later, uh, but... I told you last time when I brought the medallion back. I, that's how I got the medallion. Yeah, right, but you have to understand, when I experience things through crazy Fendel, I'm not 100% sure what's real and what is his perception, but... That part was real. I really met my grandfather, my great-great-grandfather, great-great-great, um, gave me a necklace. You have half of it now. Yes, but that makes sense with the heart of Andrew came from Andrew himself. I think you're going to be okay. Andrew's not known to be evil, but he's not- Is there even- what's the opposite- What's the word, like, patricide is when you kill your father? What's the word when you kill your grandson? Fucked up. Patricide once removed. I'm not sure. Yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that, yeah, probably. But he probably wouldn't do that. Okay, so, so when took you back and you ate the fruit and you saw... Uh, I'm assuming it was, it was a dark, shadowy figure, I'm assuming Ryle. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. if it didn't have a form, no, it was... I'm putting two and two together. And remember that time where we also went back in time and we met that magician? Mm-hmm. Like, the street magician? Like, we met him, and it was like, um... We fought this big blackness that was, like, taking him over. And then there was a different time where there was another blackness that looked a lot like that, actually. And it was like a giant wolf? <laughs> what was that about, Atlas? Boys. When I went... I mean, not boys. Rowan's not there still. Findle is. Rowan has been here the yeah, whole Fendel. time. Let's... Rowan's just, like, sucking it all in. Uh... Rowan has been at my side since we left it. Nope, he has not. He was shaking his head. Nope. Okay, never mind. Oh, I was so angry at the death of Yogg and the attack on Oxbane that I I was determined that I would, in a moment of anger, I was going to do whatever I could to destroy those doors. And during that time, Edis came to me and I made a deal with him that he would give me the the werewolf that you've seen give me the abilities that I have to help me to do that. Can you still do that, by the way? Because I saw the blackness leave you. Uh, as far as I know, I still can. It's I, I can feel okay. it inside of me that it's 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 a part of who I am. But I feel like, well, that's whatever you just helped me get rid of gives me a little more control. Well, that's good. Um, and Fendel says, "Not you. You made a deal with Etis. The god that's name sounds like Eat Us. That is correct. I'm so sorry, Christoph. <laughs> I mean, desperate times. I get it. It's fine. Um, also, Rowan ate one, but afterwards he just like never got sick again. He just seemed really healthy. I just thought I assumed it was." Vitamin C. And Fendel says, Ah, I think you might not have the whole story then. Alright. <laughs> no, I... I I'm, um, so anyway, I am tragically upset that this happened. Um, I... So I murdered Alaria. You know... Like, I... I 
she was fine. She was super she, innocent. She maybe I, I don't know. There were times where I feel like maybe she she wanted out just as much, and and I don't think she would have wanted to live like that. I mean, the whole goal was to get her out of the sword. I mean, I saw every fiber of her being clawing to remain in 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 reality as she was torn apart and dispersed into the torrent. But you know what? I'll probably tell myself that thing you said so I can sleep tonight. That's fine. Um, I'll probably also drink a lot. I will join you. Sounds pretty good. Um, Rowan will probably also run in on that. Um, but we do have to have a group meeting. Fun fact, group meeting. Um, so we probably do need to find Rowan. Hey, Findle? Thank you for doing that thing. And uh, Findle looks at you and um, like like dead, dead center, as serious you've ever seen, Findle says, Kristoff, I'm not sure you understand just how hard that was for me. Oh, I, I'm even more grateful now and sorry. What can you explain? I knew her mother. Oh, f- fuck, Findle. Why didn't you tell me that? Christoph, I trust you. You said that was bad. I had seen the corruption myself. You had traveled with it. I trusted what you wanted was for the best. I didn't know it was the... I didn't know there were two things. I thought that was just the one. But you know what, Findle? Hey, I'll tell you what. She she was already dead. And uh, when you say that, he, um, like, breaks the, the heart in half and, like, hands you the other one. And, uh... You hear, oh, great merchant, Atlas, and like hands towards Steve. <laughs> when we are in pain that we cannot bear and we have nowhere to retreat, we have several doors we can retreat behind to hide ourselves from the pain. The first is sleep. With that not being available to Findle, he has retreated behind the door of madness. <laughs> And diligent, diligent, diligent. Rowan, what have you been doing this whole time? Oh boy, I sure did murder a beloved NPC, Laria. Oh, uh, the only thing I would have been doing is I would have just disguised self as like rando person, just been walking around, not doing anything specific. You okay? She <laughs> did that. Yeah, just wandering around, like listening to stuff, like generally being nosy. <laughs> That's just it. You do that. You hear lots of like juicy gossip about people you've never heard of. Cool. Yeah, we'll give you that. Like, you're hundred percent. You message him that later. That's it. Okay. You do that. Um. All right, boys. Um. That that's gonna do it for this episode. We're gonna stop at like. Yeah. Kristoff murders Alaria. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I don't. There's another door you can hide behind. It's called drinking. Mm, I don't think that. Literally every insight check from now on is like, did I hear something about that at the campfire? (laughs) (laughs) Charlene? Oh, Oh, I know a thing or two about Charlene. Do you know a Joseph? Oh, yeah, you do. You do. do. Check this girl. Girl. Girl, look at me. Girl. So, Joseph... Thinks you got a fat old earlopes. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, those of you listening at home, sorry. Sorry I murdered Ilaria twice. 
Sorry you had to go through that two times. The first one was to prep you. Yeah, the first one was just like, oh, we thought we lost her, but like we we've made our peace with it because the second time, like, no, she's gone now. And I can we can address it later. There's a lot of things that uh, we talked about off uh, podcast that go into this. And so, if you want a further explation, you can email us at uh, the boys at loft. Yeah, please send me all your um, your your lore questions because I'm gonna respond with she's dead, D E D dead. Uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter and do oh, the same thing. It's gonna, but it's gonna be she's fault. dead, and then it's gonna be like a gif. Well, no, because because I'm 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 the Twitter boy. If you hit us up on Instagram, D-E-D. the response will be she dead, D E D dead. If you hit us up on <laughs> yeah. Twitter, the response will be like I don't know, ask Dwayne, and you'll ask Dwayne, and he'll be like she dead, she dead. If you hit up hit us up on Patreon for one dollar, I will give you all the deets. Yeah, and then I'll go and edit them to she dead. <laughs> <laughs> She murdered her. Smart. She's dead. My my dead beloved everyone. NPC. My favoritist girl. Now dead. Hey, um, and I think that now is is great. Of all it's time, it's time for you to go oh. to our website, lawfulstupid.org, where you can find um our merchandise we have for sale, including the Alaria T-shirt by uh, art by the amazing uh, Avon Art. Um, you can check that out, and you can get it in memoriam. And uh, mm. any any T-shirt you buy, the proceeds will go to. Um, us and then also a small percentage, uh, very very small percentage, will go uh, to her memorial service. Her yeah, funeral, yeah, rip. Percentage, we'll go to. Yeah, like a penny. Yeah. For every for yeah, every time rip. you sell one, I'll take one penny and I'll use those pennies <laughs> to get like a, a bunch of popsicles and I'll use popsicle sticks to build a little coffin. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll put this uh, letter no, opener sword. You googly eyes on it. I'll take this letter opener sword that I have, and I'll put it in there, and that'll be Alari's funeral. And I'll and I'll live stream it. Um. So anyways, uh, let's roll for humanity, because uh, we actually missed a roll for humanity. Uh, we're actually not okay. going to roll for humanity, uh, Dwayne. Awkward. That is so 2018, and now it's 2019. Um, and in 2019, we're going to do our first ever uh, roll for animality, because that's right, because the charity for this month is pause, not like pause this audio track that you're listening to, because then you wouldn't hear what happens next, but pause like little itty bitty animal paws, they help animals in need. Yes. And sometimes those animals don't even have paws, sometimes they have like claws and stuff. Or they don't have paws because of other sad reasons. <laughs> or other sad reasons? Thank oh, you. Gosh, Thank yes. you for the image, Alex. I'll go ahead and... Because Kristoff destroyed them. Yeah, I'll roll it. Oh. I, I'm the source of all evil. I'll go ahead and uh, roll two d20s for, for the last episode as well. Uh, that is an 18 and an 11. So that is $29. $29 going to pause. If you want to help, check the link in the description where you can see a link to where you can help pause today. Yeah, I need to look in that. Many people might not know this, but every single one of my pets adopted special needs pets. My pet is also adopted, but not special. Well, she might be special needs. I don't know. She might be special needs. She's lovely. That's so good. Hey, we also her. have a couple new uh, ratings and reviews. Do we want to read those? Yeah, Devin wants to. Uh, the, so <laughs> I'll get to the second one in a moment that you sent me earlier. First is it just keeps getting better. I love season one. There was so much characterization and the world kept growing. I fell in love with the boys even when they fought each other. I didn't think it could get better, but even the opening episode of season two, in all caps, blew me away. I'm excited to see where things go from here. Hashtag, Alara is my favorite character. Alara is my favorite character. I hope nothing happens to her. Yeah, I hope nothing bad happens to her in the opening. 
Uh, credits of the season. Uh, two. There's that one, and then the second, the second, one, is, second, the second one, one is a glowing. This is probably their best praise we've ever gotten. Let me find it here in my notes. It is high praise. Uh, it is, says fantastic. So the whole D and D thing, and it's I love our it. Text chat. It's it's from. No, I will not make a nickname. Well done. Fantastic. Knew the whole D and D thing, and I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for that review absolutely all the reviews you give us help especially when they have five stars attached to it like that one did you don't have to put a lot but i mean you could seriously put like five stars and be like pretty good and you can even spell pretty it pretty you'd be like you put p-r-r-e-e-g-u-d pretty good you could even pretty just good. put i'd be like fuck yeah yeah i love it you could even so, just put so k k k five stars k because that's that's my reaction to this podcast it's like five stars Okay. Yeah. No, it's good. I guess. Um, anyways, uh, I think that's where we're calling. We're gonna like uh, walk on out of here. Yeah, you are great. <laughs>